happy Monday and welcome to I'm Not Gay, My Wife Is. If this isn't the podcast you were looking for, here's your two seconds. Fortunately for you, I'm your host, Sheridan. So in true lesbian-led podcast fashion, I'm going to tell you my coming out story. Spoiler alert in case you don't want to listen until the end. There's really nothing crazy that happens. I have honestly been pretty fortunate in the way that I've been treated every time that I've come out. So I thought I would share and I don't know, maybe somebody could relate. So I do kind of feel a little bit weird talking about my ex just two weeks before I get married, but it's cool. My fiance will listen to this when the rest of the world does and I'm sure she'll tell me how she feels about it. So here we go. So my senior year in high school... I had a best friend, in air quote. She was a little younger than me, uh, so I could drive before she could, so I would drive her around all the time, and that's how we would hang out. But it wasn't really like a, you know, hey, I like you, let's do gay stuff kind of a thing. Like It was something that definitely had to grow. Uh, neither one of us had any experience with girls, and I can't speak for her, but I didn't really think much about the idea of like being with a chick before I knew her. I transferred schools my senior year in high school to play softball at a school that had better softball because, I don't know, it mattered when I was a senior in high school, along with a lot of other things that have nothing to do with my life now. My ex also played, and that's how we met. We met at the beginning of the school year, and so we had known each other for like two, three months, and we started getting really close. And our friends knew something was up, like our teammates could tell that I guess we were being kind of weird at practice or that we hung out a lot but I had denied it hardcore even when people had asked me straight up about it and I remember my uh, high school best friend she was telling me that I would end up gay like she could just see it and she was going to call it but I had told myself that she was only doing that because she was gay like she was out and proud like in a very honestly really eye-opening way for me back then like she was she was a really really great person to have when I was trying to figure out who I was and what I liked because she was so out and so free and so open about it in a way that was really I don't know just kind of light and airy and I don't know it was good for me but I was convinced that she wanted me to be gay because she was gay and so she was like converting me or something Um, but she did she totally called it and it's kind of funny because because she was that person for me uh, to help me feel more comfortable being who I am. I'm lucky enough to have her standing next to me in a few weeks, so kudos to you, Carol. I remember after that whole talk with my friend, there was like two weeks where nothing ever happened, but there were a lot of feelings that were just starting to come up, and I couldn't tell if it was because my friend had said something to me about her, or like about the fact that I might get with her, but I was a total wimp and was afraid to make any moves because I wasn't gay. You know, I told myself I wasn't gay and it was weird to make moves on girls, especially when you weren't gay. So I was definitely not going to make the first move myself. I mentioned I drove her around a lot. So there was one night that we had to go to this like music concert thing for like extra credit or something for a class, I can't remember, but we had the same class and we had to go to this concert. And so she had just planned to ride over to the show with me, and then her mom was just going to pick her up after the concert. So we get in the car, it's like time to go, and it's like October or November or something like that, so it's already kind of dark outside. And we get in the Jeep, because 
I drive a Jeep, which was another gay flag I chose to ignore. She pulls out a pack of gum and she asks if I want a piece. And I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll have a piece, whatever. And she's like, oh, well, this is the last piece. Do you just want to split it? So I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And I like, you know, putting the keys in the car and, you know, bucking up, whatever. And so I look over and like hold my hand out, like going to get this half piece of gum. And I look up and this chick's got the piece of gum in her mouth and she's just staring at me. And bro, I about shit my pants. I was clueless. Like I had no idea if this was just like a, I don't know, like a weird friend thing like that she was doing or I don't know, like trying to be weird or if like this was just her way of making a move. But I couldn't really tell because we hadn't really talked about it and like I knew things were awkward but I didn't know if that was me that was making things awkward or what. So she was like, well, are you going to come get it? I pick up my hand and like go to rip it from her mouth and she stops my hand and shakes her head. I was like, okay. And just kind of looked at her and she just kind of kept like nodding her head and smiling. I didn't pick up any of the clues still, so I was like, I'm just going to get in and get out. I'm not going to make it weird. I'm not going to, like, stay too long. So I went in all teeth because I was like, my lips are not getting anywhere near hers because if they get near hers, it'll make things weird, and I'm not trying to make anything weird. So I go in, teeth, all teeth, and I get my teeth around the piece of gum and, like, pull away super quick, and I bit her lip. Guys, I made her lip bleed. She had to hold the gum wrapper to her lip for like the whole 20 minute car ride just to get it to stop bleeding. And needless to say, we didn't try again for like three days. But we did talk about it and yada, yada, yada. At the end of the day, we were girlfriends. So we decided to date. Once we started dating, that's kind of when I discovered that I was a real lesbian. Like my whole world was changed you know the whole like oh I'm only gay for this girl thing didn't cross my mind until after we had broken up like the whole time I was like no for sure I'm gay I like girls this is what this is how my life is going to be now and I'm fine with it and so because I felt that way I was pretty ready to come out all the way fairly early on but she was still super closeted like to the point where I couldn't even tell my parents but that's a whole other story for a whole other episode maybe I don't know. We'll talk about it. So we had told our friends in secret, which was never really weird because they had already assumed. So that was easy. But fast forward to my senior graduation. So it was so hot on the day of my high school graduation and my parents had thrown me a graduation party in our backyard. And of course the girlfriend came. It was like stupid hot. So we kept sneaking inside to the AC every so often. And I remember my dad was getting so pissed off because he was saying that it was rude, you know, for people to come over back then to celebrate me and for me not to be there, which totally makes sense now that I'm older. But all I was worried about was the girlfriend and the fact that it was hot outside. So every time we snuck in, you know, we'd sneak a kiss or two and then we'd head back out. Well, I have no idea when, but apparently my dad had seen one of those kisses. And honestly, still to this day, I don't know if my Southern Baptist pastor of a father if I hadn't already mentioned that. I don't know if he was pissed because I wasn't being polite to our guests at my graduation party, or if he was pissed off because I liked kissing girls. (laughs) The verdict's still out on that one. When the party was over and everyone had left, he called me into his room and he was like, so what's the deal with you and your friend? And I played dumb and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, we're best friends. You've known this. You know, she comes over all the time. We hang out. 
he just kind of raised his eyebrows and shook his head and was like, come on, you know, I saw you too. And I was ready. I had rehearsed this moment in my head like 30 times. I would do it in the shower. I would do it in the car when I was by myself on my way to school. Like I was ready. I did research. I found scripture to support the fact that it's not wrong to love somebody. I had found quotes. I had found all kinds of shit. So I was ready for this moment. So I went off. Immediately went into defending myself. I was like, love is love and I'm going to live how I want regardless of how you feel. And when I say I went off, I just kept going and going and going. And this man just stared at me for like the whole 20 minute rant I went on. So when I finally ran out of scripture to quote, he was like, so are you done? And I like shook my head and gripped my teeth and I was like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and he told me that he didn't necessarily support what we were doing, but that he loves me more than he hates what I'm doing. And even to this day, he still stands by that, which is more than most get people get from their parents. So I'm definitely grateful for that, but I am still working on him. Uh, but the best part of this whole situation is the conversation that followed shortly after, and it was with my stepmom. So to give you a little bit of background on my stepmom, she is a very intimidating lady. I mean, she's like maybe five foot three, but she has a lot of opinions, and she's not afraid to tell you every single one of them. But she does it without saying a single word, which is absolutely terrifying. While I was in high school, I could not stand the woman. But as I've grown up, so is our relationship. And she's, for the most part, still in the same space as my dad is about how she feels about my sexuality, which is fine. Like I said, we're still working on it. But later that day, she had come into my room and she sat on my bed and I knew exactly what she was doing. Like I knew exactly from the moment I heard her knock on my door, I knew what was going to happen. So, like I said, she sat on the bed, and she's like, so your dad talked to me, and I just wanted to tell you that, to be honest, at first when he told me, it did make me feel a little bit uncomfortable. And she just paused, and was just staring at me like I was supposed to say something, and I was really uncomfortable, was not ready for this conversation, did not want to have it at any time of the day, any time of the week, any time of the year, did not want to have this conversation. And so she's still staring at me like I'm supposed to say something. So I put my hand on her knee and I'm like, you know what? Don't worry about it. You're not my type. And she gets up and she's like, seriously, are you kidding me? We were going to have a moment. I was going to tell you that I love you. Da, 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 da. Like starts yelling or whatever. And then she storms out of the room and she's like calling my dad's name. She's like, she's just like you. You know, did you hear what she just said to me? And we never finished that conversation. That was it. That was the end of it. But it was so funny. And that's episode two. So if you are still listening and you've made it this far, congratulations. I think last week I told you to buy a coffee or a drink. This week I'm going to tell you to go buy something sweet. Like a donut or a brownie or something. I don't know. And as always, please follow me on Instagram at I'm not gay my wife is and tune in next week for another episode of I'm not gay my wife is sending good vibes your way. Mm-hmm.